Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I am Brianna. And we are back for a Cobra Kai news episode. Uh, this is where John Hurwitz takes to Twitter and says, hey, I got some time for a Q&A. But uh, it's been a while. Been a while since we did, uh, did one, of the, uh, one of these, at least a couple months. Um, I think the last one was sometime in September, beginning of October, maybe? You're probably right. I mean, there was no news around that time anyway, right? None that we were told, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's been a bit of a lull. Huh? You like that? You see what I did there? Um, Just the peace between battles. That's right. So we have not heard anything huge at this point. Uh, as far as we know, they're still in post-production, uh, and there is no trailer you know, release date or anything like that. But if anyone remembers from last season, we were told literally the day before that, hey, something's happening on Twitter, you know, uh, to wait, I might be missing up to, mixing up two events now. No, no. On March sixth was when they they said um, they told us that it would be tomorrow, but okay. they didn't tell us what tomorrow was going to be. There you go. Okay, so so the you know the tomorrow thing was probably a reminder, maybe because of the whole like Twitter event, you know, where we spent like fifteen hours trying to figure out what the hell these four pieces of a of a Cobra logo was. Where we spent three hours waiting for them just to ask the third question? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I didn't eat, and then John Hurwitz told me to eat because my food was cold. Because I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. I I do remember that um, I forgot what my day was looking like, but I know that it slowed me down quite a bit because I had to keep pulling over <laughs> to read Twitter and stuff. Because uh, I was on a driving route, so anytime you stop, you're wasting time, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was very thankful. I had a light work day that day because I didn't do anything else after 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for anybody that wants to take a trip back and relive some of these memories, there's a pretty cool video on YouTube that uh, our very own Brianna uh, produced here. Um, it chronicles all of 2019 and what happened with Cobra Kai, the show itself. And we talk a little bit about what happened with Cobra Kai Companion in 2019. So uh, 26 and some odd seconds and uh, really worth the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Minutes, not seconds. 26 seconds oh, would have been sure. really hey, freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was actually amazed going back and look just how much happened. And I have to wonder looking forward how much bigger is 2020 going to be? Yeah, ho hopefully you started a different log so you didn't have to do the research the way you did uh, this time around next time. If And just keep it all going forward. Yeah, that took a while putting all that together. That took quite a while. Yeah, uh, it took a while for you, but, you know, a little bit behind the curtains, the, the idea literally came like just days before the new year. Uh, even I thought it was a very ambitious feat, but you got it done uh, in a matter of days. So uh, hats off to you for your hard work. So I really well, appreciate it. thank you. Yeah. I was yeah. shooting for January 1st. I missed it by four hours. And, you know, it, it, that had a little bit 
on, on my part too. I've had a faster computer that can upload and all that stuff. So it was on my end that it came out, you know, technically the day after because I was up so late still uploading and, and all that stuff. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, next time we're going to start like the middle of December. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's fair. So we don't have to do it all in two days. Uh, or you don't have to do it all in two days. I, I did the easy stuff. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're for anybody that's tuning in for the first time, basically what we do is we take the questions that the uh, Twitterers uh, ask John Hurwitz and we read his replies. And uh, so basically this is going to be the best source of news uh, to, to kind of go through his Twitter um, because it's coming from one of the creators himself. Um, and if you're a first-time listener, um, I don't know if there's really anything uh, else to add, really. Um, I am the voice of the fandom, and you are the voice of John Hurwitz from on high. Yeah, okay. So I think that's pretty much it. So we'll go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to do the uh, the previous two. Uh, the first one goes back as far as October 29th, and uh, starting with Alicia. All right. Alicia Marie at SPN Cobra Kai. Anything so far that was filmed for season three of Cobra Kai that you found difficult to shoot? To which Mr. Hurwitz says, fights are always a challenge to shoot, but mostly because of limited time. Hashtag Cobra Kai. And I can see that, you know, um, you you want to get all the right angles and then you're dealing with a bunch of stunt uh, doubles and also stunt performers and then the stunt coordinators, you know, so a lot of moving pieces, I'd imagine. Yeah. And on a much tighter time schedule than you would have with a movie. Mm hmm. Okay, and then next is uh, Thomas Liberty, at Thomas Liberty. Will season three be even darker than season two? Mr. Hurwitz says, like in real life, there will continue to be heavy moments and light moments in Cobra Kai. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I don't think, I I don't even want to think about darker. I really don't. You know, if this was Hayden, he would have been like, perhaps it could be lighter too. You know, it depends on the hue. No, if this was Hayden, he would have said, yes, we shot the entire thing in blacklight. Or, or, you know, messing with the saturation and contrast, something like that, Right? Perhaps. Yeah. We shot it in negative. <laughs> oh, Lord. Talk about dark. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mike P, um, at Mike PDC. Um, I love the attention to detail and respect that you show to the original movies. For example, I just noticed in the photo album in S2 episode 8, the boarding pass to Okinawa listed seat 32B. How do you go about ensuring that those little nuggets are placed and are correct? It starts with hiring people that take pride in their work and love this show as much as we do. When it came to that photo album, our season 2 prop master, Becca Kenyon, made it her own fun personal project and pitched the idea of this ticket. That's got to be pretty amazing to have people, you know, love the show as much as you and pay that much attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll i not fault Becca in the slightest. I think that's pretty freaking brilliant to put that in there. I think that's one of the greatest Easter eggs um, in, in both seasons. Next is uh, Shadow Leis at Shadow Leis. What's the time frame for Cobra Kai Season 3? Will it cover the entire school year? Answering this question could give away too much, so I'll pass. Smiley. Oh, smiley face. Yeah, the uh, emoticons. That That is interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, with season two, it was a cruel summer, and most of it was summer. If we... I don't know. It, it, it's really hard to really add our two cents to this one. 
It is. I, I am kind of curious, though. I, I would like to echo. I'm wondering if we're going to be out of 2018 yet by the end of the season. Yeah. But we we may not even get past summer of 84, 5, 85. Okay. Yeah. When Daniel was in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Okay, see? Hey, that's why you're here, the uh, Encyclopedia Brihanica. Yeah, because summer of 85 was when Daniel was in Okinawa, and then the fall of 85 was when he was hooked up with Terry. Right. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Still not Kathleen Turner, at not Kathleen Turner. Hi, John. Love the show. Wondering if we will have any lighthearted and funny Daniel and Johnny moments like the Mexican restaurant scene. Hi, Karen. Mr. Herbert that said, was me. Yes, yes. You you added that. Uh, hello, Karen. I added that. that. That was me as well. I said hello. Uh, Mr. Herbert says, Johnny and Daniel will definitely share some screen time. Won't say whether the scenes will be lighthearted or funny, but I can promise the audience will enjoy them. That tells me nothing. Absolutely nothing. Johnny and Daniel will be on screen together and you will enjoy it. Duh. <laughs> The sky is blue and water is wet. <laughs> right. Johnny's on my screen. I enjoy it. Daniel's on my screen. I enjoy it. You put them together. I enjoy it twice as much. The two stars will return in season three and you're going to have a good time. <laughs> there we go. I like that answer. Um, next is Andy V at Le Chevre. Will Coors and Cobra Kai ever do anything official together? I'd love some sort of commemorative banquet can. It's our understanding that Coors isn't thrilled with our use of Banquet on the show. Sad, because Johnny loves that beer so very much. If they change their minds, or I'm ill-informed, would absolutely love commemorative Banquet cans. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. But the entire fandom went nuts over this answer, because it's like, what do you mean Coors doesn't like it? Yeah. Who in this country drank Coors until two years ago? I mean, I definitely did a, uh, was it Instagram Live? No, Twitter. I did something with Vaz Sanchez where we, well, I drank a Coors because he couldn't find one apparently. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I started drinking one because of the show. I legit have not seen a Coors Banquet bottle since like 1987. One of the stubby ones, what are they called? Yeah. Yeah. And now they're everywhere. They really are. I mean, correlation is not causation, but still, you got to think about that. Mm -hmm. Next is Leighton Gates at Leighton Gates. Thanks for the show. Have you talked to Bill Conti possible involvement? Bill Conti is one of the few people in the Karate Kid universe I haven't had the pleasure of meeting. We do use some of his music on Cobra Kai. Hope to get to know him one day. Hashtag Cobra Kai. And, uh... We, too, use some of his music for our show. Yes. Yes, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, it's quite beautiful. I mean, how can you not? Um, Bill Conti's score is just about the most incredibly mellow thing to listen to. Like, if you're really super stressed, you put that on, and between his orchestral music and George Zamfir and the pan flute, you forget all of it. It's just very relaxing. How can you, uh, there's a missed opportunity for marketing here where somebody should partner up with Bill Conti's music and uh, have one of those like ambient noise sound machines, you know, with like waterfalls to the tune of Bill Conti music. No? Well, I'm just thinking, I've never, I've never heard of that before, but that's actually, I mean, his music alone gets an emotional reaction because 
in counterbalance, is it Daniel doing what he does with the headband that gives me cold chills? Or is it him doing that with Daniel's moment of truth playing behind him? It's the music. The music really evokes like emotion. And you remember it's 1984 and you're sitting there and you're watching this kid. Yeah. And it's like, hi, Daniel. Exactly. And not only that, I've been meaning to either tweet this or post it in our group. But I think it was like last week, I was just listening uh, to the score, uh, to the season two soundtrack of Cobra Kai. And, you know, the bonus track is Kari Kimmel's uh, Cruel Summer. Immediately when that song played, I started getting chills. And not because it's a great song or not because it's a great cover. It's because it transported me back to last year when that first freaking trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the first bits of dialogue from season two is uttered. Um, some visuals that that still maybe not haunt me, but but I remember seeing certain clips and I'm just like, what is going on? You know, the 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 the, the moment where Dimitri is being held back at the mall, uh, when Cruz flips that blade uh, at the beach, you're just like, what is going on? You know, because totally it had changed, right? Cruel Summer. Right. But yeah, so that's what that song did to me. And it was it was kind of awesome. Yeah, music gets tied to your emotional reaction. And I think they've taken incredible advantage of it. And Zach and Leo's music is absolutely just as capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Because Hallway Hellscape gives me cold chills just listening to it. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind can see what's going on. Right. All right, next question comes from our very own Amy Suzanne at Sabrina Obscura. Do you think it's completely weird that I'm so obsessed with these two guys? And are you aware that we have named them? And this is attached to a picture of our beloved oven temp and rear Johnny Salt and Pepper Shaker Owls. Yeah, uh, This is her own personal picture, too. Yes, it is that she took in Johnny's apartment. I think it's awesome when fans obsess over the minutia in a movie or a TV show they love. I'm that kind of fan, and I'm aware that you named this duo. Smiley face emoticon. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Long live up in Timp and Rear. <laughs> yeah, so... um, The true stars of the show. Owls are everywhere. They literally are. I continue to tweet out photos of um, owls that I'm finding out on the street when I'm working. Uh, I don't think I told you, but my sister actually gave us a little uh, sound machine that is uh, an owl that we can put in the crib for, you know, for Penny. And um, also she has these, this wrap that goes around the crib. So that way, like her hands and feet don't come out. You know what I mean? And, and that's right. it, the, the pattern is uh, owls. Well, and I've told you too, you know, the, the, the images that you've been taking and pictures that you've been posting and stuff. Um, my aunt, when I was a kid, collected owls, and she had an entire front room of her house that we were not allowed to go in, mm. because that was the owl room. And I had to go in there once, and then I never wanted to go in there again, because that was the <laughs> creepiest damn room I had ever been in in my life, and I have been seriously creeped out by ceramic owls ever since. I can see that. So, oven temp and rear look pretty mellow. They look pretty chill. I can deal with them. Mm-hmm. Some of those ones you've been posting are weird. <laughs> like the one that looks like from um, uh, Clash of the Titans? Yes, the one that looked like Bubo. That, it, what, bless you. Uh, yeah. And that was all I could think of was, oh my God, there's Bubo falling off the branch. I remember that scene. Yes. 
Okay, here is the first and quite possibly the last one we will read because it seems to be the most common question asked. Any chance we will see Allie on season three? That comes from Daniel Rojas at Jodoroki995. And Mr. Hurwitz says, there al- there's always a chance anyone from the Karate Kid universe has the potential to show up on the show. Stop asking. <laughs> Everyone, please just stop asking. Stop asking about Allie. Stop asking about Chosen, Kumiko, Mike, Terry, uh, Margaret, Mrs. Milos. It, it, just stop asking, please. Well, what, what about uh, the, the butler? Oh, you already said it, Milos. Well, he yeah, he was me. He was Milos, and then there was Mrs. Milo, who was the old woman at the apartment building, which could be a little confusing. Is it but, a Milo, or is it Milo? I don't know. I pronounce it Milo. Ah, uh, I could be wrong. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, but just stop asking. He's never going to answer. Well, they don't. I'm sure these people aren't going back and reading these or listen to this episode. So I, I totally get it. Some of them maybe. Some of them ask the same question every single time. Yeah. Okay, and next question from Aaron Bradley Dangar at EBD Film TV. Hi, do you know yet what the release plans are for season three? Will the first two episodes be free with the rest behind the paywall again? Or will YouTube be moving to an ad-based structure by then? Safe travels. All right, that's, uh, for those that don't know, that is Counselor Blatt uh, from season one. And Mr. Hurwitz says, it's my understanding that YouTube Premium members will get all 10 episodes on the day of release. Pretty sure the first episode will also be free with ads on YouTube that day with new free episodes debuting every Wednesday after that until all 10 are out. And that is also what I was told when I went to go see them last month. Right. And that was pretty well the basic structure that YouTube had been you know, throwing around for the last year or so. Right. Um, I'm still wondering how that's going to, they've, they've locked season one and two back down again. Are they going to open them back up? Because it doesn't make any sense to do season three, one episode at a time and leave it that way. And then have season one and two locked so people can't watch them. Right. I didn't understand why they locked them down after they released them in the first place. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. You know, it just, it doesn't make any sense, but I don't do marketing anymore, so. Uh, next is Carrie at Switch842, my bestie. What was your favorite best Halloween costume as a child? And your fave Halloween candy? Uh, he responds, not including dressing up as Cobra Kai skeletons with a Josh Heald and Hayden Schlossberg when we first moved up to L.A. My favorite costume was probably a couple years ago when I dressed up as a whoopee cushion because it made my daughters laugh nonstop. As for favorite candy, 100 grand. I like. I can get on man. board with that. Yeah, yeah, I can get on board with that. Whoopee cushion. That's an interesting one. I'm just trying to imagine the three of them dressed as cobra skeletons. Yeah, where's that photo? <laughs> oh wow! And who was who? Yeah, that would. Yeah, who was who? That's what I want to know. <laughs> They'll probably just say something like, you know, we were ourselves. At, you know, just dressed up as those. But you know, for someone being like uh, lifelong fans of this franchise. You know, they were probably like, oh, I want to be Johnny. <laughs> right. Well, and, and then they all three, you know, would want to be Johnny. I don't think any of them would volunteer to be Daniel. Right. Hey, you be Jimmy. <laughs> you just, stand, just stand there and laugh. <laughs> stand there in the corner, laugh and look pretty. That's Jimmy's job. 
All right. Next question. Brunette from Cali. Uh, scale of one to ten, how intense is season three? Ten, of course. We don't half-ass it in Cobra Kai. Hashtag Cobra Kai. This is true. Mm-hmm. Fair so no question. Fair answer. All right. And then again from Amy Suzanne. So I lied about the owl thing, I guess, because there is one question that I throw out every once in a while. What do we have to do to get Rob Corddry in an episode? I know he's busy these days, but man, it would be fun to see him and Billy together again. Rob Corddry is one of my favorite performers in the world. We just need to have the right role and for timing to work out for him to appear on the show. Now, I know that doesn't really say anything, but one could also say like, I wonder if they have him in mind for something because they have previously worked with him. Um, I still love him in uh, Harold and Kumar Go to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Gitmo movie for Harold and Kumar is absolutely my favorite of them. I it's hilarious. Yeah, it all he kind of steals the scenes. Well, with his jokes. Well, it's not his jokes; it's his remarks. I don't remember them well enough. I know that I enjoyed that movie tremendously. I basically remember them sitting around getting stoned with George Bush. Yeah, that that's a thing. Uh, basically, uh, Rob Corddry's, um a lot of his comments were kind of kind of racist and and ignorant, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, like uh, there was one one line, something about. Where, he, where both Harold and Kumar are in the interrogation room, and they're on the other side of the, the double mirror. And Robert Cordry is all like, oh, what's wrong with that guy? What's wrong with that guy's eyes? You know, he, I forget the exact wording, but like, does he have a condition or something? And they're like, sir, he's of Korean descent. Oh. You okay, so just casual, just casual, just casual racism. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's it. <laughs> so it, it is one of my favorite lines, though. Yeah, well, I'll have to, well, I do need to watch it again. It's been a while. And there's also uh, Emo Harold in that one. Isn't that the one with the elevator scene, too? I think there's an elevator in all three. Ah, okay. Next question from Lee Butler at Serenity Lee 79 following up on the Coors question. You would have thought they would have been thrilled with the free publicity. I've seen loads of fans buying banquet beer after watching the show. Would imagine there are plenty of fine people in the Coors family who love our use of their brand in the show. Others are bad at their jobs. I don't disagree. Yeah. Cosign. Okay, so I lied too. I am going to try to slip this one in because she tried to slip this one in, and this is actually very creatively done. Sarah O'Connell, at Sarah O'Connell. John Hurwitz, what's your favorite scene with Elizabeth Shue in season three? I'm not going to fall for this, Sarah. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I give her all the kudos in the world for trying. Pretty good. I really do. It's pretty good. Um, next is Miguel Enrique at LTE Styles. Will we see what came of Tomi Village after Sato gave the land back to its people? Perhaps. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I don't know that that's going to be too much of a spoiler. We already know Daniel is going to Okinawa. Although we still don't know if Ralph went to Okinawa. And I really want to know, but I'm not going to ask. But... Where else would Daniel go? I mean, it's possible he doesn't go to Tommy Village. I mean, it, it really depends on what the story is and what, you know exactly what's going on. So it could be spoiler. I guess, but if he's, I mean, if he's digging into the origins of Miyagi Do, he has to go to Tommy, right? That's where it came from. Uh, yeah, you'd know better than me. 
Well, we assume that's well all, where all of Miyagi's ancestors lived after the drunk fisherman got back from China with his wife and two kids. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to really know if Ralph was on that damn plane, but I'm not. No, I, I got you. I, I think the the thing for me is that I, I don't ever really think anything is really set in stone and concrete. You know, like things can be tweaked or changed. If the story makes sense, you know what I mean? Like they, I, I feel that they are the new creators of the canon. So if they say something, it becomes canon now, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So what that's we may true. know of the past movies may be true until they add a, another line to something that, that kind of changes that story. So that's why I'd never hold on to anything, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so, and, and the other thing is, like, personally for me, when, I, I just try to be a little bit more, maybe not open-minded, but maybe flexible in things like that, um, because, again, like, I, I feel if they are hand-strung to continuity, then it may prevent them from writing a better story, you know what I mean? If they have to be like, well, we're stuck with this particular canon because that's what's from the movie. So if they kind of change things up a little bit with, you know, the good writing, I'm okay with it. Does that Wait make sense? Wait a minute. Are you throwing shade at me for being a canon purist? I, I'm not trying to, and I know people are going to think that, but that's, no, because there there are people that are, and I'm not seeing this about you. <laughs> My ears are warm all of a sudden. Um, but no. I am so pedantically purist about canon, it's pathetic. You know what? And there are and there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, two peas in a pod here. <laughs> that's another show. <laughs> that, that's my buddy Gerald's show that I've been on a number of times, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically we don't know if Daniel's going to tell me, even though I say he really should, but we'll find out. That's right. Okay. Long-winded way to get to that point, yes. <laughs> I still want to know if Ralph was on that damn plane. Uh, next question, John Lim at Be Moving Forward. Hi, John, in the season two finale school fight. Are the ones fighting exclusively Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai, or are there other students in the mix? Also, how do you think Mr. Miyagi would have reacted to seeing this? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Uh, this is me chiming in here, but I really like that question. That is a good question. Mm -hmm. uh, John Herwood says, It was an exclusively Cobra Kai slash Miyagi-Do rumble, although Miyagi would have been saddened to see the whole thing. And I agree. That... I uh, I don't know if that would push him over the edge, but I think that would be one of those last straws. Like Daniel, you know, Daniel, son, you're these are your students. They're supposed to be defending, and I don't I don't know. I don't know what he would actually say, but did, I I think this would not go over well at all. No, I think he would be incredibly disappointed because this is what he was afraid Daniel would become, mm -hmm. and he did. This is why he didn't want to teach him. That's right. Because revenge was the wrong reason, and now it's his only reason. God. Ah, I hate that. Okay, next question from Mike Oppelganger at the MAC. Are the same people doing the music this year? It's another thing about Cobra Kai I just can't get over the quality of. I own both original soundtracks, and I'm looking forward to the third. Yes, Zach Robinson and Leo Bierenberg are currently crafting another kick-ass score for Season 3. And if you guys follow Zach, he's 
released what a couple tweets now with a little bit of sampling from season yep. three. Yeah. He's given us two, one that we don't know what it is and one that is obviously a ridiculously heart-wrenching version of Johnny's story. Yeah, so um, we've shared at least one of those in our group, but it, it is on Twitter currently. Uh, it's just him and his, it looks like his home, I don't think it's his, stu- I mean, it might be his studio home, but uh, yeah, he's just, you know, playing some some licks on the guitar. I don't know if that meant anything to anybody, but it sounded okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's using his slide and he's got some really, really intense music going on in the one and then the other one is just I don't I don't want to cry about Johnny anymore. Stop it. But I guess we're gonna cry about Johnny some more. Cause why not? Mm-hmm. Uh next question, John Limbo at John Limbo eighteen seventy eight. Will we hear any more music from the original Karate Kid soundtrack using Young Hearts in Season 1 was tremendous. Music isn't final, but we are likely to bring back a song from the original movie. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Again. Okay, so which one? Sky's blue, water is wet. It's going to happen, but we're just going to have to wait and see because we won't know until it's either A, used in the trailer, or B, we hear it uh, on the show, just like Young Arts, when it came out of nowhere, right? Nobody was ready for that. Right, but then watch it be something really stupidly obscure like Rhythm Man. Bless you. That would be amazing, <laughs> though. I would love it. Okay. I would. You hear like three lines of that, three words of that song okay. in the movie. I believe but you. It's an excellent song. Mm-hmm. It's what's playing when Daniel's chasing Allie and Susie down the hallway. Oh, that one. That, that actually sounds like the opening to like some family sitcom. That's that's what that reminds me of. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. The opening bars do. All right. Um, Amy, Suzanne, again, have you guys started the casting process for Obliterated yet? Or are you not that far into development? Anybody on the wish list? We have a wish list, but haven't started casting officially. Need to write scripts first. Getting on that after we finish shooting this season of Cobra Kai, which by now they might start. That's a, that would be a good question to ask at the next Q and A if they started writing scripts yet, because they are done shooting the season of Cobra Kai. Right. I was just thinking. Oh my gosh, they're not giving us anything. What else are they doing? Duh. Like three whole other TV shows. Dummy. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I I don't know if you know this, but I did visit John and uh, John and Hayden in in California. No, you did? I, I did. I did. We might have done an episode about it. No. Yeah. So when I was down there, I kind of shared like, you know, my brief experience in the, my brief 10 years in the in the army. And uh, in a way, uh, John said that I'd pro- I'm probably going to really enjoy Obliterated. So well, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. That's awesome. So who knows? We'll, we'll see how things go in the off season. If we're um, all done with our episode reviews. I wouldn't mind throwing Obliterated on here as well, you know, not the way we do Cobra Kai, but more of like a, you know, like an instant casual review, no deep analysis or anything like that, because this is still a Cobra Kai show. Something to think about. I may not even do that. I might do it for TV, my brain or something, but I'm definitely watching that show. Yeah, that one and the workplace comedy on a nuclear submarine. Right. Hunt for uh, Red October Office. Bad dad joke. I like that. Do you? I like that. Okay. Was, is that yeah, a sympathy was, laugh or something? I, no, I was, <laughs> I was, I was drinking when you okay. said it. I was like, I was like, 
Oh, I, I don't know if I I'll remember. I was trying not to choke to death on my Mountain Dew. I don't know if I'll remember to insert the the sad trombone there in post, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just reminded yourself, if nothing else. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, next question, Kiara at Kiara Van Tassel. Why this year no photos or anticipations from the set for the other season? Something was running out. Sorry if I asked you, but it's hurting me. And this is me chiming in. Buongiorno, Chiara, you know, our Italian member and listener. Uh, John Horowitz uh, replies to her, sorry, this is painful for you. We've been trying our best to avoid spoilers this year. See, this year, emphasis on this year. Uh, but mm-hmm. I promise it'll all be worth the wait. Damn it. Yeah, just some people. <sighs> Man, just got to get those scoops. And last question for October 29th from at Bizaconi8. Please tell me you've heard Howard Stern eviscerate Gary for not passing along his copy of Cobra Kai. It was a while ago, but just caught it on the replay, and it's hysterical. This was one of the proudest moments of my career. Hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag Howard Stern. That's pretty awesome. That is. So now we've got Kevin Smith and potentially Howard Stern. That are uh, fans of Cobra Kai, absolutely. Those are some big names. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I want to see them on the Howard Stern show. Oh, my God. I want to see Hayden on the Howard Stern Show. <laughs> and now to December 30th. Um, he had to throw this in there before the end of the year, so our Q&A count would be off in the video, of course. First question from this Cobra Kai companion guy. Hi, John. Hope you're enjoying time with the family during the holidays. My question is, what's the most um, exciting thing for you in post-production with Season 3? Also, have a happy new year. You know, I heard this guy met two of the creators. I heard he did too. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It is, because he's a fucking legend. <laughs> uh, Mr. Hurwitz replies, Post has been awesome. Several episodes sure to go down as fan favorites. Great performances, Bauer cast, lots of laughs, action, and drama. But watching the finale for the first time tops the list. As our editor said, it felt like I was editing the Cobra Kai movie. Hmm. If they don't stop holding that finale over our heads and the fact that they've seen it, like, neener, neener. Well, of course you have. Yeah, well, th- that tweet may come up again. Um, <laughs> but is the editor only feeling like this is the first Cobra Kai movie? Because we've been saying, like, the first two seasons are two five-hour movies right there. Yeah. With cliffhangers set up for sequels because, you know, that's how TV works. Mm-hmm. I love cliffhangers, but my God, I hate cliffhangers when they make me wait 364 days. Yeah, I actually thought you were talking about episodes for a second because I'm like, well, it's kind of bittersweet, right? Because we do get them all at once, but then we also get them all at once. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And it's like, oh, no, they can't end it there. And then it's like, oh, shit, they ended it there. Now what? Also, by the way, this is like... Not really related. This is like second cousin removed, adopted by the neighbor. Anybody else maybe, quote unquote, cut the cord, but it seemed to be paying more in subscription fees than they were cable? <laughs> yes. Oy. Yep, I think if I added them all up. See, that's that's why you have to divide all the subscriptions to each different family member so we all can use each other's uh, login, login passwords. We may or may not have one Netflix account and 10 people using it. Allegedly. <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Okay. 
All right. Next question. Amy Suzanne at Sabrina Obscura. Any idea of whether there might be a premiere at Paley or South by Southwest again, or really any kind of season premiere festival event? I'd expect some sort of premiere event. Details still coming together. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Now, the good news, bad news of this is Paley Fest and South by Southwest both released their festival schedules last week. Cobra Kai is not on either of them. Yet, asterisk, question mark? Um, I'm kind of bummed that they're not getting the festival coverage they got last year. But at the same time, since both were the same freaking weekend as Kansas City, and I would really kind of like the boys to be in Kansas City, I'm not super bummed that they're not at these particular two. But um, I guess the asterisk part uh, I was throwing in there, can can they be added kind of last minute? I don't know. That would actually be a question for Amy because she is, I mean, like super, super up on the film festivals and stuff. I think that once that schedule is set, like when South by Southwest's came out last year, Cobra Kai was just in there and that was just it. You know, I, I really like how... Like, you know, Amy is one of our moderators uh, in our group. Like, I had no idea that she does all this traveling. And, yeah, I saw that she posted pictures of, you know, some of the uh, the, the set from season one. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, she she's local to there. But how awesome is it to have her part of the companion team and to be able to go to a lot of these other cons around the country and, you know, have, like, pictures and videos and stuff. So uh, very fortunate to have met her. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she spends more time at the festival circuit in Los Angeles than I think people who live in Los Angeles do. Yeah. And also, I mean, without her, we wouldn't have some of the amazing photos we had from our Atlanta visit. True. Also, without her, we would never have gotten there because you and I would have had no <laughs> idea where the fuck we were going. Well, I mean, that's that's what Uber's for. But uh, because the, the, the thing is, like, you know, we, we know what happened with your phone down there and then... My right. phone, you know, you know, crapped out on me just last month, so I had to get a new phone. So I lost all my crap that was on the, on that phone, all my pictures and stuff. Which, I guess, I could download the the lesser quality off of Facebook and such. But anyway, um, so Amy, thank you for not yes. sucking at personal responsibility <laughs> as badly as Peter and I do. Right. That that's basically what I was trying to say. Right. <laughs> you know. You know, words words are hard for me. Yeah. I'm more upset about the pictures that were on the phone than the six-week-old phone. Right. I really am. Damn it. Okay. Um, next question. Danny at Big LaRusso. Will at T-I-G Ian Page, that's Thomas Ian Griffiths, mm -hmm. be in your plans for 2020? We love him as much as you, but we never share spoilers. And never for those who don't know, spoilers. Thomas Ian Griffith is? Terry Silver. Yes, sir. He gets tagged a lot in these things. He does. I wonder if he... I would hope, you know, and I'm not trying to, like, podsplain or anything here, but I, you know, speaking with William Christopher Ford recently, um, previous interview, uh, who played Dennis in season three, or, I'm sorry, part three of the, the Karate Kid, one of the Cobras, I love how he talked about, like, there, there was a point where he's just like, Oh, I was coming across fans who were like, oh, you're in Karate Kid 3. And he's like, oh, please don't bring that up. To now, like, he's totally embracing it. And, and he's um, glad to be part of the fandom and stuff like that. So I would hope that Thomas Ian Griffith is like that. He's a little busy. He and his wife are a little busy. Okay. I believe you. 
they <laughs> they um just did um oh that goofy Disney princess show that my my sister watched Once Upon a Time was that the name of it? Uh okay yeah where all the Disney princesses were caught in like this dystopian time warp thing yes okay yeah that was their show they produced it did not and then know she that. played the Wicked Queen I think ah Mary Page Keller okay yes there you yes. go. So they're a little busy at the moment. Sure. Um, Lee Butler again at Serenity Lee 79. Will we hear more Bill Conti in season three? You betcha. Hashtag <laughs> 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 Cobra Kai. All that wind up for that little bitty payoff. That, that reminds me of the uh, Tina Fey, you know, from Saturday Night Live. You betcha. Maybe it's just the word betcha, you know, when she did uh, Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, that's um, Richard Dean Anderson and his, yeah, sure, yeah, betcha, from Stargate. He had his Jack said that all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it's a Minnesota thing. Could be. Yeah, well, yeah, I I, I can see that. Yeah, sure, yeah, betcha. All right, I'm going to, to uh, read this one just because it's the same woman. She went for it again, and she swung <laughs> even bigger this time. <laughs> Sarah O'Connell, are there any scenes with Tamlin Tamita, Elizabeth Shue, Robin Lively, Thomas Ian Griffith, Sean Kanan, and Hilary Swank. Also, in a more likely to answer question, do you consider the 2010 Jaden Smith version to be part of the same universe? Wow, you really went for it, Sarah. Bold move that will go unrewarded. But I will say that the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan universe is a different one than what you would see on Cobra Kai. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Can I say yay without pissing Jaden's dad off too badly? Uh, on that note, check out uh, uh, Bad Boys for Life. I really enjoyed it. And Rose Bianco, uh, a.k.a. Yaya, has a uh, small scene uh, in the movie. I adore Will Smith. I really did. We did, we just watched The Pursuit of Happiness um, oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and I ball my way through it every single time. And Jaden's performance in it is what gets me, because yeah. he's just this lost little boy. That, you know? that bathroom scene is very oh, heartbreaking. Oh, Yeah. <sighs> yes. Uh. I can't even think about that movie. I love it so much. And then he does the same damn thing with the dog in I Am Legend. (laughs) Uh, The the big kid, he he loves that movie. Oh, the I Am Legend? Mm -hmm. My son, um, Nerd Boy, he's 26 now, but I think he was like 14 or 15. He went and saw that in the theater with his dad. And he came home and he climbed up in the recliner and he pulled his Rottweiler into his lap and he just sat there and hugged him. Hmm for hours and hours and hours and it's like what is wrong with him and my husband was just like there's a scene with a dog yeah okay people love dogs yes they do uh next question joe chianakis at joe chianakis in season two episode one crease tells johnny i taught you everything you know not everything johnny says then executes another move did Johnny do any other training? I always thought he'd pursue more after Crease nearly killing him after the 84 tournament. Not sure Johnny had any significant formal training after being scarred by Crease in 84, but he got into enough scraps over the years to pick up a few things. Perhaps we'll learn more in the future. Hmm. That actually makes me really happy because that's not strictly a... Um, karate move that johnny pulled there that's more of a street fight dirty (laughs) sneaky ass move yeah so i i think he taught himself some stuff through the years very possible perhaps we'll learn more in the future as he says perhaps 
at Windburrows. Oh, no, Windburrows at Wabbit69. Have you or do you practice martial arts in any shape or form? I have not and do not practice martial arts, but I hope to sometime soon, trying to convince the family to take classes with me. Oh, that's nice. A uh, family who martial arts together stays together. <laughs> I I have always said that when I had the maybe ability to do martial arts when I was a kid, it wasn't available to me because mm. our town is so stinking small. Right. By the time we got it, my knees and shoulders were so shot, there's just no hope in hell, you know? So... Look, as a wise man once said, uh, I, I believe his name was Johnny Lawrence, it's never too late to learn to kick ass, okay? <laughs> I'll do it verbally. I'm pretty right. good at that. There you go. Tapel Lang sign at Fred Tapel is Miguel okay? Define okay. Hashtag Cobra Kai. <laughs> that one's begging for a follow-up, isn't it? Yeah. Next question, Alicia Marie at SPN Cobra Kai. I saw a Facebook post yesterday that said originally Harold and Kumar were supposed to go to Krispy Kreme, but the company said no. Is this true? Harold and Kumar were always going to White Castle. Their friends Rosenberg and Gold, Goldstein, Goldstein were supposed Goldstein? to go to Goldstein too, him and the, and the other one, were supposed to go to Krispy Kreme. But uh, Crowdy Kid Nick. Krispy Kreme next <laughs> Not Crowdy Kid. KK has multiple meanings in this family. Right, right. <laughs> but Krispy Kreme nixed it last minute. We always wanted to do a movie starring RNG showing uh, their night, uh, which, for those that don't know, is the, um, I'm forgetting the actor's name, but the one who, who played Finch in uh, American Pie, and then the other guy who I think was in Santa Claus. Oh, gosh. I'm being yelled at right now by people. Was it the guy who played Bernard? That's, yeah. Bernard and Finch. Krumholtz, David Krumholtz. Bless you. If it's if it's him, <laughs> he's also the one who stabbed Carter on ER. Okay. And then he was on Numbers. Numbers is a thing. Yep. And they're not words. <laughs> they're not words. So my question it would have to be, are Rosenberg and Goldstein, Harold and Kumar's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? I think so. Are they dead? Um, not, I don't, I don't believe they are. Are they potentially undead? I don't remember them in part two. I (laughs) remember them in part three. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead is quite possibly the dumbest movie Ralph has ever been in. It was so stupid. (laughs) It was about vampires and Ralph ends up being a vampire hunter, but then he dies. So, oh, well, I know there was another movie. I don't know if it's the same one you're talking about, but there was one that is obviously the characters from the, uh, was it Hamlet? Yeah. 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 Rosencrantz and Guildenstern were in Hamlet. Okay. And then, so the movie you're talking about is called Are Dead? Are Undead. Are Undead. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead. Is there one called that Are Dead? Yes, because that was There's a line two. from Hamlet that Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Okay. And then there was a, there was a movie made like that, and then this one is Undead, and it's about a vampire trying to do a production of Hamlet starring mm. only vampires, and like Ralph's character is having a relationship with the main actress, and then he ends up being killed by a bunch of oversexed vampire ladies. You have to watch it at least once. I did. Okay, I will add that to the list right behind Greece. 
Oh, no, 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 no. It's oh, way below Greece. Story. Okay. Way below Greece. <laughs> um, I am a Ralph Macchio fan, I swear. Anyway, uh, next question. Amy D at Amy D 2416. We had the Doctor Who BBCA mention last night. Can we have a Ms. Marvel mention since she's clearly Team Miyagi-Do for season four? And then she put up a picture from um, one of the comic books where she absolutely has the Lotus headband on. That's awesome. But she may not be the Marvel character who gets mentioned. Oh, no. So that means, well, it makes sense in a show inhabited by nerds. Yeah, uh, and they went with uh, a Marvel and not, you know, a DC character, which you know, which is fine. But at least, uh, at least a couple of the kids that we've had on the show are Marvel fans themselves. So, right, right, that, and that would make sense. And next question from the Man Cave Chronicles podcast with Elias: What's the magic number of seasons you want to see for Cobra Kai? At least six. All six. I I added that part. Uh, but we've started <laughs> to come up with ideas for more. And that tracks. The last time something like this was asked, he also said at least six. So, you know, we'll we'll take it, obviously, and then some. I like to see the expansion, and I like to hear them talking about the expansion of the, the potential timeline here. Because with Supernatural, Eric Kripke was always five years, five years, five years. And then when we got to the end of season five and CW renewed it, he was like, okay, fine, you're doing it without me. And it went for another 10 years, but it went for another 10 years without him and kind of lost its way. So to hear that they are planning on beyond that six makes me happy because it means that they will stay involved. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. And um, I I would still watch it if it was under somebody else's hands, but I may not stay on for it very long. I hate when continuity like that changes. You know, like I really enjoyed uh, Walking Dead for the first few seasons, but once they started changing showrunners especially after the first season it it changed you know so yeah i don't know and i i stayed with supernatural up until this last showrunner just because i was so invested in sam and dean yeah Myers and at that point point, the story got really ridiculous so i would probably stay with cobra kai just for johnny and daniel right but then like when ncis lost tony i was done but but a big question here would ralph and billy stay on you Without know, the yeah, big three. Right, if they had moved on, see? So, but you know, there's no reason to speculate on this uh, now. No, none. We've got at least three years. Hopefully, provided YouTube keeps renewing them, that is. Mm-hmm. Which they better if they know what's good for their bottom line. Okay, so next question from Marcus at Ghostmaster75. Will we learn more of the origin of the Cobra Kai Dojo? Season three looks into the past quite a bit. You'll have to watch to see if we cover that. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Hmm. It's a little tidbit. Quite little a tidbit. bit, he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Interesting little tidbit there. He may have actually given us something to think about. Right. I mean, up to get about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now I'm distracted. I'm I don't want to read the rest of the questions. I'm seeing floating in front of my face. <laughs> and next question. Kareem at Crispy Kareem. Will any 80s bands make an appearance in season three? Anything's possible. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Okay, so I have to ask you, because it's a perfect lead-in. What 80s music do you absolutely want to hear in this show before we're done? Like a song? Yeah. Send Me an Angel by Real Life. Just as background music or as like coming out of, you know, as like part of the scene? Um, Probably background music. 
Um, yeah, it, it would have to be background music just because it's Send Me an Angel, right? So uh, perhaps it's a... I, I don't know. I'm not a writer, so I'm not even going to try to come up with something clever. But um, it's it, just because it is my favorite, you know, song, of uh, 80s song. Uh, maybe True by Spandau Ballet, you know? Yes, True is also very good. Uh, and also uh, Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics. Oh, yes. Annie Lennox's version of that, the original, that. the best. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be fantastic. I just want to see Johnny and Daniel karaoke to old-time rock and roll. I don't care how. <laughs> I don't care why. I don't care if it fits with the story in the slightest. I just really want that to happen. No logic. Just think it'd be awesome to see them impersonating Tom Cruise on a karaoke mic. Mm-hmm. And next question, Lila Kane at Ultia Cruenta. As we've only very few tidbits known about season three, without spoilers, because it's a given we will have fights next season. In your opinion, who's the best fight? Don't even need to say with whom, but what is your favorite? Season three has some absolutely epic fights. There's one in episode two that I think fans are going to go nuts for. A few others that get me pumped just thinking about them, but the finale is insanity. He has been teasing these fights, but I'm probably referring to this particular tweet because it's been uh, almost a month. Uh, eh, no, I guess just a few weeks. But yeah, it, it sounds. It, you know what the 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 word people keep using, and because you know our latest interviewer also used this word, but people keep using the word epic for season three. So how do what you will with that? How do they top? what we got in No Mercy. I know that they will top what we got in No Mercy because why would you go backwards? But my brain just cannot wrap around this. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, okay, I'm a fangirl. I am unashamed in my fangirliness. So if we're talking about epic fights that we want to see, things that in, in my mind would be more epic than, you know, than the season two finale would be Daniel and Mike Barnes, uh, Daniel and random dudes in Japan, in Okinawa, that Chosen has to save him from, and Daniel versus Johnny again. I, I like all of those. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever said it, but I am not the greatest at predictions. Like, I don't think I have very many sexy predictions. Like, all mine are, they're very basic. I know some people have been asking for like a predictions episode like prior to season three and I, you know, I'm not going to turn one down, but I'm also like not all oh, excited for it. You know what I mean? Because I don't know like how much I'll be able to really give and they're just predictions anyway. If anything, uh, if, if we learned anything from the last two seasons, we, we get nothing right. <laughs> right. <And> we, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, see, and that's that's my point. It's like you go into it knowing that I am 100% wrong with everything I say. I have been right about one thing one time in the last two years. And that was when I made a comment about Daniel dancing and right. said that I wanted to I wanted him to dance. I think we all do. Yes. You know, and I made one prediction, but that's only after watching the trailer where I said Kreese is going to put out a cigar on one of the, you know, the potted plants, which he does. Yeah, yep, you were right about that. Yeah, and but, I had yeah. asked if if Johnny knocked the cigar out of his mouth and that's how the fire started. Yeah. See, so that was it. That was like as close as we got. So if we go into it knowing we're wrong, it's just a wish list. Right. My wish list, I want to see Daniel fight. I love to watch Daniel fight and I have not gotten nearly enough of that. 
So, so I, I guess if we do do one, it, it would have to be after we do watch the trailer to give us an idea to make some really good educated guesses. Yeah, but it might be fun to do one before we see the trailer and just see how completely like on Neptune we are. We might as well be on Neptune and drink or something else, you know, to to make that even fun. <laughs> it would be fun. People oh, are trying right. to make money doing this this stuff oh. non-ironically, right? Oh, so yeah, you're right. Yeah. Why okay. can't we do it for free and have fun? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Next question. Dave Prince, 37. One word to describe Cobra Kai series season three, please. Also, I would like to thank you and everyone who has worked on the show, past, present, and future, a kick-ass 2020. Game-changing. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I hate it when he does that. I mean, the the man asked for a one word. He got a hyphenated word. It's technically one word. Yeah. Why, could, why did he have to pick that word? Well, what else would it be? Epic. I don't know. <laughs> you want him to say epic again? Epic, awesome, amazing. There aren't really very many words, I guess. I... Uh, hyphen saw hyphen the hyphen finale exclamation point (laughs) would you prefer that no because there are giant teases with that that was a fun thread though it really was next question from sean at reds fan 078 any chance you join ralph william and martin at some comic cons in 2020 I know you're busy but it would be awesome to meet you and get an autograph on my cobra kai uh, cobra kai poster Hashtag no mercy. To this point, I've only been able to get to Comic Cons for promotional panels. Hopefully down the line, I'll get to hit up more and actually meet the fans. For now, I'm too busy with work. That makes me sad. I am never going to meet this man. Ever. Him or Josh. Uh, no, Josh, I, I don't even know really exists. I, I, I'm still convinced <laughs> that he's CGI and somebody's voicing him. Um... But according to a tweet, he does swear that he exists on a uh, on a physical plane. Is that what he said? I'm, yes. I don't want to mess up the tweet, but uh, yeah. That sounds Either familiar. Way. Next question, Mark Farrell at Mark for 575. No, okay, Mark and a bunch of numbers. Nine. Yep, <laughs> that one. What was it like going to Okinawa? I didn't get to go to Okinawa, sadly. Hayden Schlossberg went with some cast and crew some cast and crew, while Josh Heald and I were back in L.A. editing and spending time with our families after a long shoot away. Uh, Hayden Schlossberg had an amazing, stressful time. Smiley face emoticon. Hashtag Cobra Kai. And I don't elaborate any much more, but if you want to hear a little bit more of that conversation, check out the Cobra Kai Naye episode. Yes. And off this particular tweet, I launched into my... Some cast and crew, I really want to ask, but I'm not going to ask, and asked Hurwitz directly if he knew how much it was killing me not to ask, and he liked that, but he didn't answer me. Okay. <laughs> I want very badly to know if Ralph was on that damn plane. <laughs> we'll find out. But I don't want to ask, because he won't answer me. I just want to know. I want to know if Ralph finally got to go to Okinawa after 35 freaking years, you know? Yeah. It would be nice. But I guess we'll find out. We will. In April or May or June or whenever. Not that they've told us yet. Uncle Brandon at Crazy Uncle. Will Hawk's mom be in any future season or episode? She's hot and would be a cool little fling for Crease. 
Perhaps you should check out some fan fiction sites. Smiley face <laughs> emoticon. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Uh, I'm assuming he has come across one uh, with this. <laughs> I don't know if he's come across one, but I know there is one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for anyone interested, I did interview Caroline Granger. Uh, check out that episode, a.k.a. Hawk's mom or uh, Mrs. Uh, Moskowitz. Mrs. Moskowitz. And if you're just looking for fanfic in general and you like romance, there's also Crease Lucille, which never in a million years should kick his ass. And just about any pairing you could possibly imagine. If you like it, someone somewhere has written it. It is rule 42. Mm. If you like it, there is fic of it. Um, next is Aquaman 36 at Viperdoe 36. Will different people be handling the trailer this year? Last year's trailer gave away too much and I don't want to spoil anything this year. So I need to decide whether or not to watch the trailer. I'm not sure if the same people are handling it, but if you don't want things spoiled, I suggest you avoid trailers. Studios like to put things in there that will attract people to the show. Often, that's juicy new stuff. They put Ross and Rachel in the trailer. Hmm. But maybe that's what drew people in. Maybe it was thinking that Johnny and Daniel were going to kick the shit out of each other that got people to tune in. I don't know. I just didn't want to know they were going to do that. Uh, Ofkin at Ofkin Stale. Why is Cobra Kai series not racking up award after award? Either the show is not good enough, or our platform doesn't spend the kind of money our competitors do chasing awards. Shade. <laughs> oh, and I know which one that is, because it's definitely not the former. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I, I do not understand why they don't put the promotion into awards, because they could have them. They could have them. Why Billy and Ralph and Sholo didn't all three get nominations for acting this year, I have no idea. Right. And why Hedo and Janelle didn't win. It just makes no... And and why are Hurwitz and Hayden and Josh not getting nominations? Right. Writing that everyone says is so brilliant and right. nobody pays attention to it. Uh, because these people did not uh, start a free trial uh, for YouTube Premium is what I think. But, um, you know, if season three is going to be as epic as everyone says it was, I would hope and cross my fingers that, you know, obviously they'll get a nom again for stunt coordinating, but hopefully they win this time. I, I Cinematography, Molting is one of the most incredibly beautiful episodes of television that has ever been on my TV, period. Mm-hmm. Just the, the, the scenes on the mountain. Absolutely, and even the yeah. scenes at the junkyard. They're beautiful. Yeah. Emmy voters are dumb. I'm just going to say that. It, it, all voters are dumb. You know, we're talking about Academy Awards and, and all that, too. Oh, well, yeah. We're not going to get into that, though. That's a no. whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question, Kamran Fulati at Kamran. Will we ever go back to the All-Valley Tournament this year, or will that be another time? Have you thought about putting any other warm-up tournaments leading up to the All-Valley? We think often about tournaments, but won't tell you if or when we'll have another. Fair. That's fair. That is a spoiler indeed. Um, and from Melissa Raisley, at Star Raisley, our friend Missa. Missa, yeah. Will we see a change in Amanda and Daniel's relationship? All relationships have ups and downs. You'll have to watch to see what's in store for the LaRussos in Season 3. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I am so scared for them. I am so scared. <laughs> but, yeah, never mind. No buts. <sighs> no buts. Just fix it. 
and then I'll be I'll be fine. Next question. Tom Brennan at Tom Brennan, New York. I really think this is a question that we've never had asked before. How did Armand get caught peeing in the shower of the country club? Seems impossible. Was he bragging about it? He used a communal shower and was unabashed. I seriously don't think we've ever had anyone ask that question before. I just figured that he peed in front of somebody and they turned him in, which sounds like that's what happened. I don't want to picture any of this, so let's just move on. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) Adam Reed Palmer, at at Reed. Any new characters that we wouldn't maybe expect? Definitely. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Good answer. Hmm. Next question, stay cruel plus at hand of glory 666. Okay. <laughs> that, that username kind of took me by surprise there. Is the character of Randy in Harold and Kumar based on anyone? Dude is epic. No, but my wife's name is Randy and I met her the same week we sold the script for Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. So there's that. Hashtag Harold and Kumar. Hashtag best week ever. It sounds like a good week. Meet your wife and sell your first script. And uh, speaking with uh, with John, we've uh, I found out that he started dating his wife the same year me and my wife started dating. Really? When was that? Yeah. Yep. So this coming year, we both will be uh, celebrating our 18th anniversary with our respective wives. Together or married? Uh, together. Together. Both. Yeah. I think both. Yes. We just uh, we hit 26 married in November, and it'll be 28 together in August. Goals. (laughs) Hey, Andy. I got your name on my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad he doesn't listen, huh? Yeah. (laughs) My own husband doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, my God. My wife doesn't listen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next question, John Lim at Be Moving Forward. Will season three contain flashbacks to the films? I love how you guys incorporated that in the first two seasons. Also, any chance of seeing deleted or missing scenes from the films make their way into the show? Thanks. Yes. Hashtag Cobra Kai. (laughs) Are we ever going to see the blueberry pie scene? Or are we just going to joke about it? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) I still think that they held out the fight about who was sober enough to drive just because Amy and I wanted to see it so badly. Very possible. You'll just have to wait and see. They're (laughs) going to they're going to make sure it's on the next one because, you know, no, probably not. They don't care Mm. what me and Amy want. (laughs) Um, I disagree, but we'll move on. DW at David Walsh. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. That's the same combination that an idiot would have on his luggage. And change the combination on my luggage. (laughs) Are you thinking of bringing back any other 80s movies as shows? Thank you so much for bringing back my favorite childhood movie. I've really enjoyed the first two seasons of Cobra Kai. There are a couple we are dying to bring back, but not so sure if we'll have the opportunity. No hashtag. No hashtag. (laughs) Okay, Mr. Inside Man. Is one of those Back to the Future? Uh, I think so. I think it's a safe assumption. Yes. But uh, I remember a conversation. They did say that there was an interview that I believe it was an interview that was put out that kind of took something that they said out of context and made it seem like they want uh, Back to the Future, you know, that they were going to 
Reddit takes everything they say out of context and turns it into something it's not. I don't I don't think it was Reddit, though. It, it was something else. Well, we talked a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was, some, it was something like that. It, it's kind of, you know, they were asked something similar to that, and Back to the Future was mentioned in some way, and I think somebody was all like, oh, they want, the Harold and Kumar guys want Back to the Future, and then, like, you know, people were... You know, they were up in their mentions talking about like, wait, you, you, you know, who are you guys? You guys want Back to the Future? You know, something like that. Oh, that's crazy. Like just throwing out their like 80s properties that they're invested in as fans. You know, and, and again, like I, I'm kind of misremembering that whole conversation, but it was something like that. I don't even want to speak anymore on it just because like I might already kind of be mostly wrong. All right. Next question. Art Shriantawari. At A-R-T Shrian. How did you get the financing for a movie with two Asian leads? What kind of research did you do to write for those characters? It was really good and well done. Not a cultural deep dive, but still rich and fun and awesome. Thanks. Harold and Kumar were guys who grew up in New Jersey, just like Hayden Schlossberg and myself. For cultural specific stuff, we leaned on our friends of those ethnicities, but their story was universal, and we were lucky to find financiers who supported diversity in 2003. Hashtag Harold and Kumar. And that's pretty amazing. You know, it kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if this is a great comparison, but recently Netflix released Always Be My Maybe uh, last year with Ali Wong and Randall Park, also two Asian leads. Mm-hmm. But they are Asian. That that had nothing to do with their characters. You know, so it's kind of the same thing with Harold and Kumar. Yeah, they're Asian, but what they are is not the story. Right, they're just a couple of stoners from New Jersey trying to get a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. which I sign off on wholeheartedly. I mean, you know, what else are you going to eat at three in the morning when you're stoned? You know, they're really good with their um, choice of products, I suppose. Like, you know, I, I I often look at a Coors Banquet and I'm like, do I want to pick some up? And I have on you know a couple of occasions have purchased some uh, Coors Banquet. Uh, and I think it was maybe the other week I was at the grocery store and I was like, Boy, that White Castle uh, box looks mighty good in that freezer. <laughs> um, yeah, and my husband sells White Castle, the chicken and the cheeseburgers, both in his vending machines. Ah, so, see. yeah, I mean, but and I will admit that every time I drive past the White Castle, um, that's about forty-five miles east of me. Every time I drive past it, I'm like Harold and Kumar. Every time. Yep, we don't have any on uh, this side of the country, so at least uh, uh. in my region, yeah. So um, I it, it, even when that movie came out, I didn't even know White Castle was a real thing. Are you serious? Yes. How did it get two thirds of the way across the country and stop? Well, I I just thought it was a place they made up, like a fictional. Oh. Yeah, that was a fictional fast food restaurant. My dad was a hippie. He was eating White Castle when he was stoned in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Been around for a while. Yeah, I um I didn't even notice White Castle was even being sold in the freezers, you know, uh, until like after that movie. And that's probably when I've probably found out that it was a real place. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've just never been exposed to one, so. Oh, you need to eat. If you if you ever come over to this side of the country again, I'm going to have to take you to White Castle, and you're going to have to eat those little tiny square cheeseburgers with their little dehydrated onions on them. I can get it from the freezer at the store oh, here. They're not, it's not the same. I know it's not the same, but they're available. Okay. Next question. David Alex Berger, at David Berger, after all these years living in the sunny San Fernando Valley, how much of the New Jersey kid is still in Daniel? New Jersey never leaves you. I speak from personal experience, though my coffee order is now far more complicated. 
<laughs> As is Daniels. Yeah, yeah. But he's still an Islanders fan. He's still a Mets fan. He told Sam that they were Jersey tough, not San Fernando Valley tough. So. Right. Next question, Nick at McFlyXZR. Will we have more tribute to the original movies on season three? Is the next Karate Kid canon? Yes, there will be more tributes to the prior movies. And yes, next Karate Kid is canon. And um, following up on the Harold and Kumar conversation again. Stay cruel. Was a real Mary Jane used on the set or is that illegal? Are you a stoner? No real weed was used in front of the camera. <clears throat> in front of the camera. No comment was being smoked behind. Okay, see, I should have read the whole damn thing. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Harold and Kumar. Right. He, he, he slipped that one in there on you. You didn't really know that did. was coming. Did not. And that was the last question. That's a good one to end on. Yeah. So there we go. That is uh, the last of the Q&A for 2019. He has yet to do one in 2020. So, um, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, got some little nuggets there. I think there was at least three where, like, if you really read into the tweet, there might be a little something there. So hopefully you enjoyed it, and we will try to do them a little bit more timely uh, when he does his future ones. But, you know, again, ultimately it comes down to our schedules, and, you know, we all have our day jobs and our families too. So we'll try to get them in when we can, especially since we are getting down to the, uh, you know, to the end of post-production, and this is when we'll start seeing things, more con appearances from people, uh, more content, more images, uh, more articles, things of that uh, nature. So we'll definitely be looking forward to those, and we'll be reporting them uh, as soon as we get them. Right. Ralph is in Albuquerque this weekend. Um, I think there's maybe one more con through February. And then all three of them are definitely scheduled for Planet Comic Con in Kansas City at the end of March. And starting March 12th of last year was when things really, really started ramping up. And it seemed like they were at a different con every weekend. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I just... Uh, I'm just thinking back to like you know some of the first images that were released of season two, the damn trailer that kicked my nuts. <laughs> right, I, right. I, we're still six weeks out from when they did it last year. Yeah, and I don't know how I'm going to be ready for season three. Um, oh, I'm ready for season three right now. Oh, if they, I, no, if, if I, they I, wanted to call me and say, "Hey, you want to watch this tonight?" I'm be hell yeah. No, oh, I, believe you me, I will watch it. Like uh, you know. But just, I don't know. You know, two was such a heart wrencher, and 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 all of the emotions. I I don't know what they have in store for us. Obviously, they do, and you got to go find that thread uh, on Twitter where John Hurwitz talked about you know that fight. Actually, it might have been the tweet that we read. To be honest with you, where you know my reply was that gif of somebody doing the face. You know, right. it's like anytime I hear you guys mention like I saw footage of season three. Right. And then we get him and Hayden both the same day talking about having seen the finale the night before. And it's just like, nope, I can't. I cannot even with you. If you're not sharing, I don't want to hear about it. But I really do want to hear about it. So keep telling me. Yeah, it was unfortunate that um, neither of them ever left me in the office, you know, by myself with my son, because I, I, you know, I got some curious hands here. I, I well, maybe I shouldn't. Have and said it go that way. figure why they didn't leave you alone <laughs> in their office. Hey, no, I'm. I was pretty good, especially when we were in Atlanta. I was good there too. So I'm just, I'm just joking. 
Uh, yeah, I was too busy being freaked out to worry about what I might have seen in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. See, so we were we were good, I feel. And if we weren't, I think we probably would have slipped up and effed up by now. You know what I mean? So uh, hopefully they know that we are doing our best to uh, keep their trust. Yeah, I would I would say so. I would say that goes without saying. Yeah. All right. So, Brianna, where can people find you on the medias of social? Um, let's see. I am Brianna25 on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, fanfiction.net, archive of our own, YouTube, Instagram. and Instagram. I was getting there. <laughs> I remembered it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, on Instagram, we are at Cobra Kai Podcast and Cobra Kai Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find our YouTube channel. Uh, we're not YouTubers, so I, I know we've been, been getting a lot of requests for certain things. It's, we, we are really, our, the idea of our channel is really to kind of create content to kind of bring attention to our podcast. So we'll get to whatever content when we get to it, you know. So we're, we're not like the YouTubers that, um, you know, where it's more competitive amongst them that are trying to get out, you know, interesting topics and et cetera, et cetera. We're really more of a listening base rather than a watching base. So, um, but we do hope that you guys subscribe and check out some of the videos we have put up, uh, including a interview I have with Sean Kane and just catching up with him. Uh, you know, a look at 2019 in Krobokai Miyagi verse, you know, to take a line from Are You Karate Kidding Me? Um, a, lot, a lot of fun stuff and some other stuff in the works. And we definitely have a lot of ideas. But as always, we uh, appreciate all the support that everyone has given us. If you guys have a couple minutes, please consider leaving an Apple Podcast review. Which, by the way, since I am mentioning it now, I might as well read the last couple that we did get. I saw those yesterday. They're pretty good. Okay, so the last two that we got, uh, one of them I am pretty sure is from Debbie. Uh, but the name is Petra Venkman. Uh, Take This Pod on the Run is the title. Five stars. Truly the most satisfying, detail-loving podcast about our favorite show, all the interviews, your heart desires, extra long analysis, and no clickbait baloney to fact check. Peter, Tom, and Brianna are as real as it gets and so passionate about this show. It's no wonder the big three are fans of theirs too. The companion Facebook group is unlike any other as well. While other pages are yelling about Mike Barnes and posting weird misogynistic stuff, we're chilling with Israel Warbe, sharing fan art and laughing like crazy cousins at the kid table. Uh, it's really like family. The best of the best. Okay, around. You got to add the around in this fandom or just go home. Smiley face, smiley face. Well, thank you, Petra Venkman, uh, for that. I uh, wonder if she's the daughter of Peter Venkman. Uh, uh, quite possibly. Very possible. Uh, Joe Crawford. This one was left on New Year's Day. The title says, Amazed Five Stars. He says, Utterly Amazed. Short and simple. Love it. Yes, very short and simple. Appreciate that. So please be like these two and, uh, again, consider leaving us a review and that would really help us out, especially as we approach the release of Season 3. There's going to be all types of people looking for, um, you know, a Cobra Kai podcast. And the more ratings we get, the more visible we'll show up on those results. So um, that's all I ask uh, for this new year and it only just take a couple minutes. So that's going to do it for this episode and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!
Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.